Creek anglers, plus rods, reels, and more from Orvis, Patagonia, Sims, Yeti, and Costa, and more. Proceeds benefit Sheridan Community Land Trust. Get your tickets now at Fly Shop of the Bighorns or at wildtheater.com, and we'll see you on Saturday, February 26th. Remember when your mom would say, eat a live toad first thing in the morning, and nothing worse can happen to you for the rest of the day? Well, if you ignored her and didn't eat that frog, and now you're stuck waiting for good stuff to happen, then you need the healthy calm that only comes from the health nut, the best organic salad bar in town. Smoothies that'll level you right out. An aisle after aisle of toad-free supplements that'll keep that sunny disposition going all day. The Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors. We understand everybody's situation is different. Not everyone that comes to Prime Rate Motors is looking for a new vehicle. We also sell and install GR brand flatbed conversions and Krogman bale feeders. Looking for a trailer? We offer a complete line of GR, Wilson, Merritt, flatbed, stock trailers, even tandem axle enclosed cargo trailers. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Changes are a part of life, and with those changes come new and exciting things. Novus Autoglass in downtown Sheridan is changing. In ownership, that is. This is Jim Wolf. Cindy and I are the new owners of Novus Autoglass. I guarantee you one thing that won't be changing is our service, quality, and workmanship. Novus Autoglass now under new ownership at 347 North Main Street in Sheridan. is speeding away and tax time is just around the corner but don't worry cloud peak accounting is there to help they've made your tax experience easier by streamlining their process with new technology and procedures to give you a faster turnaround time for your taxes and therefore less stress for you let cloud peak accounting show you how fast it can be to get your taxes done after all sometimes speed matters visit cloudpeakcpa.com Learning to do, doing to learn, earning to live, living to serve. This is the motto of Future Farmers of America. Help them celebrate National FFA Week February 19th through the 26th and learn more about FFA from the center pullout section of this week's Country Bounty. This year's FFA pullout is proudly sponsored by ERA Carroll Realty, Heartland Kubota, True Built Builders, Cindy Crummers, American National Insurance, First Federal Bank, and Black Tooth Large Animal Services. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by American Liberty Mortgage. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse, brought to you by American Liberty Mortgage. I am Floyd Whiting. Now, the weather has worked against us once again. The Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter had to cancel their appearance today. But my second guest has taken up the challenge to fill a show. And I couldn't have gotten luckier in who that guest is. This morning, I am joined by Sheridan Community Land Trust Historical Program Manager, Carrie Edinger, Conservation Program Manager, Megan Kent, and Director of Marketing and Development, Mr. Chris Verba. And we're hoping here in a little bit to be joined by the Executive Director, Brad Bauer. Good morning, Sheridan Community Land Trust. Good morning. Good 
morning. Well, Floyd, I want to apologize to everyone real quickly. For what? What 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 would you possibly have to apologize for, Chris? Well, I mean many things, but this morning in particular, I'd like to apologize to everybody out there in Sheridan Media Radio Land. Because unfortunately, a couple weeks ago, I was sitting out on the ice, and I happened to see my reflection in that ice. <laughs> so apparently, the ice hog brought on six more weeks of winter for us all. So sorry about <laughs> yeah. that, everybody. Not, not only uh, uh, six more weeks of winter, but boy, d- did she come down with a vengeance. I think it's about minus six degrees outside right now. I was going about 50 miles an hour on the way to work this morning. Uh, yesterday, couldn't get here at all. Uh, had to do the show from uh, from the house. So yesterday, I, <laughs> I was sitting in my kitchen doing everything uh, I usually do here. So now, once again, I do want to thank you guys for stepping up and uh, jumping into this time slot for me. Uh, we have some great programs to talk about that are coming up, and one of them today will actually be at noon. There will be a community conservation or conversation, excuse me, about open spaces. I, I get conservation on the brain. And Say that five times fast. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, real quick, what is the topic of today's discussion? Well, the topic of today's discussion is the role of public land and private working land. So will this discussion be exploring, say, like past roles or new ways we can actually use them in the future? I believe we're going to have quite a bit of all of that. Uh, it's a pretty – these forums in the past have been very open and open to people to come up and ask questions, uh, try to learn more about how public land works, and depending on the guests on any given uh, – program and i apologize i'm not sure who is the guest today but i do know the groups involved are sclt i know our executive director brad bauer is moderating today's program uh so he'll have quite a bit of insight on that uh and then we also have the these programs are hosted by the sheridan county chamber of commerce's ag and natural resources committee and Wyoming Wilderness Association and Sheridan County Conservation District are all involved wow. in the planning of this. Now, two years ago, this series kicked off, uh, I believe it was in January of 2020, and we were able to have a couple of these before, uh, you know, that nasty bit about the spring of 2020 kicked in, and yeah. all of a sudden we couldn't get together and talk and have important conversations, at least not in person and open forum for a little bit. So this is the return of that today. Um, and these are at Luminous Brew House. They begin at 12 and last till about 1 o'clock. Uh, and come on in. Uh, you know, what better way to have, spend a wintry day than maybe come and have a great conversation, maybe enjoy a little local brew, and uh, talk about community conversations about conservation and open spaces. So these are open forums. If I've got a, a question about how a particular parcel of land is being used i can take it down there i suspect you can um you know you can always ask a question i don't know like if you're looking for why is this parcel used in a specific way i don't know if that's necessarily this forum for that that might be say what organization might actually own that land when you talk about public lands they're managed by so many different organizations they really are yeah you know 
you know, it could be a state trust land. It could be, you know, managed by the Bighorn National Forest. It could be BLM land. Um, you know, you get into other places in Wyoming, you have Bureau of Reclamation land. Of course, national parks, not that we have that here. And even like Sheridan County has public lands, you know, Cleanburn being a fantastic example of that. And even within those different public lands, some of them are managed differently. And, you know, on top of that, you have so many areas here, and Sheridan County is no different, where we have private working lands that abut public lands and together can help create like this matrix of conservation, uh, you know, which is important as animals move through the landscape seasonally. They can provide refugia, habitat, breeding area, a whole bunch of fun stuff. Who decides what topics will be discussed at these community conversations? I would imagine that might have been part of the Chamber of Commerce's Ag and Natural Resources yeah. Committee discussion process, and I know they have a group of folks who are on that. But, um, you know, I am not personally in those meetings. I am just here to bark about the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it so well. Now, when it when it comes to individuals, who are you hoping will attend these community conversations? Uh, landowners, sportsmen, ranch land managers. Uh, who who would be best uh, informed to attend these? Well, I mean the answer to that's everyone, right? You know, we all live here in Sheridan County. It's a super special place, and all of us have some bit of Sheridan County in our hearts, right? You know, the open space is such a signature, vital characteristic of Sheridan County. You know, as we see a community, um, as we all have to live here and live with each other and choose to live here, it's about how can we continue to have this fantastic character of the landscape with us and still be able to get the most out of what our broader community is here. Now, we've just been joined by Executive Director... Brad Bauer. Good morning, Brad. Hey, good morning. I want to thank you and your team. Uh, I thanked them. I want to thank you for jumping in on this time slot. I probably threw everybody's schedule off this morning, but I certainly appreciate you guys making the time. Yeah, no, but always have time for the community. It's great. We're talking about the community conversation that will be taking place today at noon at Luminous. And uh, we were just discussing the individuals who, who would best be at that, uh, who, who could contribute the most. Uh, why are these conversations important? I think it's, so that's a really good question. Uh, and the time I've been in Sheridan, you know, five years, I've seen some changes in the open space. And sometimes we we forget to talk to our neighbors, or we don't get to talk to our community. And uh, this is just a chance to to um, hear from others who make a living or value open space, uh, appreciate what we have of Sheridan community uh, to, to start getting to know each other so that we can have these important conversations uh, as they as things continue to uh, maybe change or, or maybe stay the same, but at least we can start having a dialogue with each other to help inform how that might be. So, it's, so it doesn't just ha- so change doesn't just happen or uh, things stay the same doesn't just happen, but there's some uh, some thought put into it. Some thought within the progress. Yeah. As we go forward. Now, Chris was telling us all the different agencies that actually run public land around here. And there's a lot of them. Uh, is there... And private landowners, too. Most of our open spaces ran ran by, you know, your neighbors that are, are making a living from that land. 
Yeah. Or, uh, you know, the, the, the farm next door or the farm that you drive by every day to get to work or what have you. Um, the, the, the open space in Sheridan County isn't just ran by, as Chris was probably making the point, isn't just ran by one, one entity. And that's really where the community comes in. How often is the bureaucracy a little frustrating to get through? Never. Uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I, it, that's, a, that's kind of a um, – I really like working with our public partners. And I, they're good people, and they're trying to do uh, – doing they're do, they do really good things for wildlife, for open space, for natural resources, for the forest, for the prairie, for whatever. Um, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily see it as a, you know, a bureaucratic bur- uh, barrier. It's just the way the organizations are set up. Now, I, I will admit that working with uh, organizations on the local level, I've always experienced yeah. uh, good things. Uh, it, it's it's when I, I had to contact their higher ups that things started to get a little, yeah. a little more bureaucratic. For certain, yeah. Um, I think we've all have uh, had that frustration, whether that's uh, you know renewing your driver's license or, or something more. Uh, you know, more to the topic of open space. Um, but, yeah, these local local folks are trying their best, and this is a good opportunity to have these conversations with, with some of those local folks, uh, whether they're agency personnel or they're, they're, if they do run a farm or a ranch or if they make a living somehow else from open space. Um, you know, there's uh, groups like ours that are, don't really fit into either one of those. Um, but there's certainly you know, a handful of people here in the radio station right now that make a living from open space via the land trust, and there's other organizations like us as well. Now, these can also be very educational as well. If we you're, sure so. if you're yeah. trying to learn a little bit more about how public lands are managed or, or who's involved in that yeah. process, this would be a great place to kind of kick off your education. Yep, yeah, and, and to throw your two cents in. You know, that's the conversation part of it. You know, the, 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 the way these are set up, uh, you know, we had a couple of them before COVID set us aside for a few years, but the way we're set up with them is that we have four or five panelists that kick off the conversation. And they're, and they're certainly, they're not the only voices that are relevant, but they start start a discussion. And then that takes about a, about a half an hour, 20 minutes of the hour time. And then the rest is just conversation. Kind of a Q&A, yeah, Q&A back and, and forth. Or, you know, or maybe not even questions, maybe statements. Yeah. That, you know, things that, that you want to share, you know, you as an audience member or, you you know, the, the friend that you bring along with you that hasn't you know, thought about open spaces uh, for this, a chance for them to say something. They're all, we're also you're also able to you know, write down questions and comments. It's not a formal process, though. We're not recording these meetings. We're not recording the notes uh, It is primarily a chance just to get to know each other and start thinking beyond what you see in your view shed. But maybe or, you know, in your in your day-to-day, day-to-day I mean, um, but to think about what the rest of the community and how they value open space. And there are some great partnerships that are formed uh, during conversations like this. I think a lot of individuals out there who own land are not aware of the m- many grants, the many programs, yeah. the many conservation steps that can be made available to them Um with with very very little effort, uh, you know, you guys are constantly reaching out to individuals saying, "Hey, we can help you preserve this, conserve this area," and uh, these private landowners, uh, in return, kind of the same thing. They're looking for the right partner with the right program that they want to uh, become involved in. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I met a a couple up in the Bighorn National Forest who had a um, pretty good size um, plot of land up there, and they had a little house. They got involved with the Forest Service, or excuse me, the Wyoming Forestry Division. I want to make sure that people know they got involved with the state, not yeah. not at the federal level. But, I mean, there was all kinds of grants to help them clean up their entire plot of land up there. And they didn't know that. But they got, a, a, you know, a lot of help from professionals that go up there and clean up the land, make sure that all kind of fire mitigation is really what it is. So it's beneficial on both sides. For certain. Yeah, but, we, we the, the, the land trust, Sheridan Community Land Trust, we manage a property in the mountains, and, and we were able to take advantage of that same Oh, really? Fantastic. Able to do thinning. Uh, enforced health management with an eye towards wildfire reduction, which is great for the surrounding community and, and, the, and the watershed itself, but it was also very helpful for us to be able to, to afford to do that type of management. For us to have done that on our own wouldn't have been possible. Oh, the cost great is... Great partnership with the state to help us with that, and the county helped on that as well. A lot of great partnerships can form out of that. All right, when we return, we're going to continue with the Sheridan Community Land Trust. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan. Considering a mortgage loan? You have a new option here in Sheridan. Tia Jaffe and American Liberty Mortgage. Tia and her team offer years of personalized expert service with a variety of home loan options. So whether you're purchasing or refinancing, they have something for every stage of your life. At American Liberty Mortgage, their job is to make your dream a reality. Give Tia Jaffe a call today, 307-214-8369, NMLS number 636-438. Visit her online at yoloans.com. How does a little extra cash in your pocket sound? Pretty good, huh? Well, you can have a little extra cash in your pocket if you have a pre-owned vehicle you'd like to sell. Just take it to Valley Motor Honda. Besides selling quality pre-owned vehicles, they also buy quality pre-owned vehicles. So what are you waiting for? If you have a vehicle to sell, stop in and let them show you how easy it is to deal with Valley Motor Honda. Home of the best price promise on East 5th Street in Sheridan. Wanting or needing to sell your home, but you have an abundance of belongings? There are a few pathways and clutter that you do not want to have to deal with, or have a realtor see? Wild Renovation is here to help. They will make you a cash offer on buying your home with minimal to no bank involvement. Wild Renovation does not judge. It's confidential, private, and may even assist you in moving your abundance of items. Learn more at wildrenovation.com or find them on Facebook. Aloha. It's the annual Albert J. Goodwater FFA Alumni Luau Bash Fundraiser. Saturday, February 26th at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. Their silent auction is actually online this year. Tuesday, February 22nd through Saturday evening at 7. Proceeds fund local FFA scholarships. This year's coverage sponsored by True Built Builders, Heartland Cabo. ERA Carroll Realty, First Federal Bank and Trust, Cindy Kramer's American National Insurance, and Blacktooth Large Animal Services. Would you like to access your health information 24-7 on your phone or computer? Sheridan Memorial Hospital's patient portal, My Sheridan Health, is the answer. You can see your COVID-19 test results, look at your most recent labs, 
and even attend a video appointment with your physician in the comfort of your home or office. Find out how you can sign up by going to SheridanHospital.org and clicking on My Sheridan Health at the top of the page. If you're planning a wedding, spend some time with the Sheridan Media Bridal Magazine online at SheridanMedia.com. This magazine is full of articles, tips, and useful lists, as well as vendors that can help you plan the perfect event. From invitations to the reception, learn how to take much of the guesswork out of planning your perfect day. Check it out, the 2022 Sheridan Media Bridal Magazine, online only at SheridanMedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by American Liberty Mortgage. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am joined by Sheridan Community Land Trust Executive Director Brad Bauer, Historical Program Manager Carrie Edinger, Conservation Program Manager Megan Kent, and the Director of Marketing and Development, your favorite, Mr. Chris Verba. I'm, I'm surrounded by managers and doers today when it comes to the land issues that we face here in Sheridan County. These folks are heavily involved. There is a meeting going on. It's a community conversation. This is going to be happening down at Luminous at noon today. You want to be part of the conversation? Jump in. Let them know what you think. Now, uh, we were talking about these community conversations. I had just a couple more questions really quick, Brad. What are some other topics that community conversations will cover in the future now that we can have these meetings again? Well, I'm glad you bring that up, Floyd. You know, it's this this today's meeting is is kind of a rehash of what we covered with these open uh, these these con- community conversations a few years ago before we had a set aside of COVID. So we're going to this the theme today will be the role of public lands and private working lands within open space. March 22nd, we'll have outdoor recreation and its impacts, positive and negative, for open space. April 26th, it will be the effects of land use policies on open space. And May 24th will be where do we go from here. And all of those are at from noon to 1 at Luminous. Um, and everybody's welcome to come. Uh, you know, Luminous is being very generous, opening their space ahead of time, ahead of when they open. Um, in the past, we've had, you know, 50, 60 people in there, and it fits nicely in that space. And I know that they, Luminous, likes to think of their space as, as community living room, which is great that we can have that place like that for us all to meet and, and go through these topics. And it's middle ground. It is. You're not meeting yeah. in somebody's building. You're not meeting in somebody's office. That's a good point. It, it's a good middle it. ground yeah. no. where where we all join there together as a community. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, as uh, those of us who've studied the revolution know, great things happen over beer. <laughs> I thought you said it would not be television. <laughs> great things. Okay, now, I, there is one thing that I do want to touch uh, base with. Now, Sheridan Community Land Trust, and, and Chris told me just this this morning, this is great news. You just received accreditation from the Land Trust Alliance. Brad, what exactly does that mean? Well, like any, you know, uh, when, you're, when you're looking to go to college or if you're looking to go to college, maybe one of the things you might look for is to see if it's accredited. Uh, and this is similar. Uh, Land Trust Alliance, which we're a member of, a member of um, has a, a 
a panel of advisors that are independent of the land trusts themselves. So there's many land trusts across the country. I was just at one in Florida on vacation. Uh, and what the accreditation process um, ensures is that that organization, in our case, the Sheridan Community Land Trust, is following best practices when it comes to financial management, uh, real estate and land transactions, and uh, just our our due diligence as an organization as a whole. So it, it sets us at uh, it, it it ensures from a third party standpoint that we're doing the best we can with the community support that we get from so many generous community members. That we're not wasting the funds. We're not we're not doing uh, uh, real estate transactions improperly. That we're we are truly following best practices. And many organizations or many types of organizations, like I said, the colleges and others have accreditation process. Day to day doesn't mean anything changes for the organization really, because we've ar- we've already met that bar. You know, we already showed you've hit that the we're, standard. Yeah. 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 And so now it'll be our job to ensure that we continue to meet that standard uh, and, and we'll be uh, welcomed to reapply for reaccreditation in a few years. So every five years we can go through reaccreditation. And Chris is so great, he provided me notes here to remind me that we are one of 26 newly accredited or, accredited or reaccredited land trusts in the country this year. So it's a small group that it got is. through every year. Uh, there's a small, similarly small group, but you know it's it's a really rigorous process that we've been working on, really since the organization started. And uh, to get this accreditation, uh, did you have individuals show up and basically kind of review everything that you've done through the year? They used to. I, so I've been in the land trust world long enough that I there, that used to be the model. They would show up, you know, like auditors. Uh, and it, they still do the audit. Uh, it used to mail boxes of documents. You know, like it was standard with the land trust world. You'd see like, oh, we're applying for accreditation. It'd be like them next to the pile of boxes that's six foot high. That oh, wow. Yeah. You know, technology's pretty sweet these days. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, you know, use Dropbox or some other file sharing thing you know, on on the Internet, and I could slowly add files in as I went and, that made the shipping a lot more uh, manageable. Yeah, a little cheaper, I yeah, would imagine. Yeah, I don't huh? have to get the freight rate anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. to put it in perspective, Floyd, I've been with the Land Trust since November of 2018, and this was a process that began prior to me coming. Wow, uh, wow. So, so it, it like, is meticulously there, yeah. gone over, reviewed, and gone over again. Uh, wow, yeah. You could well, almost say too many times. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's like it's that thorough. Well, and and c- so congratulations to the That's entire great. organization. That's amazing. Now, uh, for those of you who are out there using this land, fly fishing is an amazing sport. It requires some skill on behalf of not only the fishermen, but the individual who tied the fly. Those who fly fish tend to become lifelong advocates of the sport and conservationists of the areas in which they love to do it. So we have got a fly fishing film tour going on. Uh, Can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, I sure can, and you forgot you can actually fly fish through the ice too. Oh, can you really? I've been doing this really. Why do you yeah. cast? You must be really good at your. <laughs> I drop. You must be amazing. <laughs> so, you, so you let the drag out and you go. Oh dang! I was hoping you were the hole. Basketball. Oh man! Well, I tell you, you know, uh, this weekend around the edges of the ice, you might have been able to find a few too many holes. Though, uh, you know, there is that hole out on Smet, but none of that is. <laughs> 
anything to do with the Fly Fishing Film Tour, which you can come to here in Sheridan this Saturday night, February 26th. Uh, doors are at 5, films begin at 5.45 p.m. Uh, the awesome folks at Angling Destinations, Fly Shop of the Bighorns, and Little Bighorn Trout Unlimited uh, are donating the proceeds from the event to SCLT because they value wow. uh, the conservation work we're doing, the trails we're building, the historical stories we're preserving and telling uh, because they understand it helps out the community and, you know, really helps build a truly special Sheridan, right? So the films uh, that are at this year's film tour are pretty exciting. There's this absolutely fantastic story, one I'm looking forward to, uh, about a lady and her young daughter. And as the the young little girl learns how to fly fish, um, there's another one where they go up into Lapland and are up fishing for Arctic char and pike and oh boy what the heck's up there there's another big fish in there that reindeer? i am just absolutely yes they are also fly fishing for the reindeers <laughs> i believe uh, i believe they are casting for santa's sleigh oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now there's, uh, a, there's, there's a... also some salt water oh, it's just gonna be tons of cool tons of great i'm sorry I no 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 you're good you, you're good because there's also a raffle involved correct there sure is there are several raffles involved uh so the top prize is a guided uh, fishing trip with Rock Creek Anglers. So How cool is that? Uh, That's pretty cool, yeah. Dang cool, because they're going to help you get on your game, make get better. I, You know, I personally, uh, like, I observed the anniversary of my father's passing by going out. Doing with, a little fishing. Yeah, uh, but uh, but also going out on a guided trip, because, number one, I'm not good. I'm I'm very bad at fly fishing, but I or, but you or love highly it, right? or like like you know incredibly mediocre. But I spend an inordinate amount of time doing it, right? So I needed to get better. I went out and uh, I got a heck of a lot better at casting, and got put on some really nice browns. Uh, it was a fantastic trip. Um, I would highly recommend an opportunity to go do that. This is a fantastic way buy a raffle ticket, support SCLT, and maybe get a fantastic prize. There's also rod and reel combo from Sims, uh, as well as a sling pack from Patagonia, and tons and tons and tons of cool door prizes from Yeti, Orvis, uh, Costa, and a whole lot more. So, you know, the last time the theater was full, uh, it's getting full right now, so don't waste an opportunity. Get your tickets today. Knock on wood, that extended forecast is going to look good. So cast with us on Saturday, and we're going to have a fantastic time. Okay, real quick, one more time. Chris, tell me where and when that's going to take place. Saturday, February 26th at the Y.O. Theater. Now, tickets are available in advance for $15 at the Fly Shop of the Bighorns. You can get them at the Y.O. Theater in person or, of course, at the theater.com. Prices go up to $20 day of. All right, and on that, I've got to take a quick commercial break. When we return, we're going to continue with the Sheridan Community Land Trust. This is Public Pulse on 930K early, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. Consider 
considering a mortgage loan? You have a new option here in Sheridan. Tia Jaffe and American Liberty Mortgage. Tia and her team offer years of personalized expert service with a variety of home loan options. So whether you're purchasing or refinancing, they have something for every stage of your life. At American Liberty Mortgage, their job is to make your dream a reality. Give Tia Jaffe a call today, 307-214-8369, NMLS number 636-438. Visit her online at yoloans.com. Tax planning is not just tax preparation. With the changes due to tax reform over the last few years, you need a tax planner to ensure you are getting the most value for your business. We offer advisory services customized to your needs to help maintain financial viability while achieving future goals. Come see us today, Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. Kretschmann Angus would like to invite everyone to their annual bull sale February 26th at Buffalo Livestock Auction, Buffalo, Wyoming, selling over 60 yearling black Angus bulls. Many of the bulls offered this year are calving ease. If you're looking for bulls with natural muscle and thickness that will go out to pasture and work for you, then come to see Crutchman Angus on February 26th. Lunch is served at 1130 and the sale starts at 1. Hope to see you there. Videos of all the bulls are available at CrutchmanAngus.com. Here's what people are saying about wrap plumbing and heating in Sheridan. Very professional, friendly, and fast. Wrap Plumbing and Heating did a great job within our budget. We appreciated their fast callback time, and they left no mess behind. Thank you, Wrap Plumbing and Heating, for your service, and I want to say that we're proud to recommend you to others. This is Dan Rapp of Wrap Plumbing and Heating. My crew and I work hard to exceed your expectations on all your plumbing needs. We pride ourselves on top-quality workmanship and thank all of our customers for their recommendations. I like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. That's right. You heard it here. If you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Need a plumber? Call Rap Plumbing and Heating. They'll get back to you, give you a free estimate, and have it done as quickly as possible. Rap Plumbing and Heating, 752-1844. 752-1844. Vista West Estates, Sheridan's newest executive subdivision. Not all executives live on a golf course. Whether you are working or relaxing in your home, you deserve to have space between you and the neighbors. A true sanctuary and getaway, yet still home. Beautiful views of the Bighorn Mountains, close to town, yet with the feel of being a million miles away. Contact Best Real Estate at 675-BEST. That's 675-BEST for more details. Vista West Estates, because you've earned it. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by American Liberty Mortgage. I'm Floyd Whiting, and with me this morning is Sheridan Community Land Trust Executive Director Brad Bauer, Historical Program Manager Carrie Edinger, Conservation Program Manager Megan Kent, and the Director of Marketing and Development, Mr. Chris Verba. Now, Sheridan Community Land Trust has a program that has turned out to be a major hit. The trust partners with both the Hub and the YO Theater to deliver Explore History. Now, Carrie, what do you th- why do you think this program has become such a, a, a big success? I mean, people are clamoring to attend these things. Um, well, it's, it's a lot of legwork in the community that I started when I first got here. 
and just to try to be out in the community and also have them be part of the program or contribute to the program as well. And maybe that's part of it. I uh, believe it, it is. Yes. People can bring some of their own family history and contribute. Or their own research. We have many local his- historians doing lots of research in the area. Yes. And what a great area. I and mean, we've got a lot of history that not a lot of people know about. That's very true. Yes, uh, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I got to sign something uh, having to do with history, I learned something that set me down a rabbit hole that uh, in some cases I'm still digging to this day. Very true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, uh, what's coming up uh, in uh, right around the corner for Explore History? Well, our second Tuesday of the month for March, March 8th, is the era of the Typhoon. And again, we are at the Y.O. Theater Um, We've moved locations from the hub at 10.30 a.m., and local historian Helen Lauman will be presenting that program. This is her area of expertise. She's done lots of research on the Typhoon. She has even hiked, not all at once, but the whole Typhoon area. Oh, wow. What is that, like 20-some miles, isn't it? Yes, or 30-some. Wow. They they had to move the camp because the one camp burned down, so they moved Hmm. it kind of further up on the mountain. So, yes. So, for those who don't know, what is a typhoon? Well, it is a, I, I always think of it as kind of a roller coaster, <laughs> a yeah. roller coaster for the logs or your ties, railroad ties, to come down from the mountain. Um, and water is used from the Tongue River to help those logs float down the wooden structure to Dayton and Ranchester. And this was a major industry when they were throwing up the uh, the railroad across the country, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I don't have all the numbers in my head of how much wood they harvested during that time, but it was a major supplier while the railroad was being built across the West. It was also a major supplier for our mining sites north of Sheridan for the mining structure of underground mines, support beams. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Yes. Wow, yeah. Yes. We would have to get that from somewhere. Yes. So it's local supplied as well. That's incredible. I know. See, once again, (laughs) you come on the show and I learn something, Carrie. Um, Now, uh, what will be Explore History's subject over in Dayton? Dayton is uh, third Tuesday. Tuesdays are our favorite day, apparently, at the Land Trust. It's it's a good day. Not a lot of plans on a Tuesday, so it's a great time. Yes, uh, Tuesday, March 15th, uh, Tongue River Valley Community Center in Dayton, also at 10.30 a.m. We will be viewing the Big Goose Creek virtual tour, which is a video version of our Big Goose Creek walking tour. So the sites that are included are the Mandel Cabin. Um, We talk about the mill area, also the brewery, how Big Goose Creek was changed, also the tribe's use of our area and Big Goose Creek. It is narrated by Bill Yellowtail, which is a longtime friend of the Land Trust. Oh, that is so cool. And and I think, you know, we had a big conversation on the show last Friday about the importance of water to a community. And, I mean, that's how communities are founded throughout history, isn't it? Where's the water? That's priority number one. Without water, you're not getting anything else. We all need it every day. And so that the big goose, uh, I mean, is absolutely vital to Sheridan throughout history. Right. Uh, Literally the lifeblood if Sheridan was a body. 
Yes, and Big Goose Creek is still our main water source for Sheridan. So it's still exactly where we get it. It's not just all about the uh, the, the watersheds up above because, I mean, that's basically what feeds the creek, right? Right. They're also important, but, yes, but Big Goose Creek is still a part of that system, yes. The major price. And how important was the goose to uh, Native Americans before we even showed up? Well, it would be important to their hunting sites. As you know, we have many buffalo jumps in the area, and to process the meat, water was needed for their process after the kill. So, yes, and tanning, those important things. Wow. So one more time, where are we going to have that? Um, Well, the second Tuesday of the month, which is our partnership with the Hub on Smith, is Tuesday, March 8th at the Wyo Theater at 1030 a.m., Third Tuesday of the month is at the Tongue River Valley Community Center in Dayton, which, which is March 15th at 10.30 a.m. Now, with all these historical sites spread throughout, I mean, absolutely just spread across Sheridan, uh, can you tell listeners how the Land Trust is expanding their toolbox for historic preservation by using a $20,000 grant from the 1772 Foundation. Well, part of our history mission and programming is the Historic Preservation Easement Program, and which helps preserve the historical structural or integrity of a site. And currently we hold two, one on the Sheridan Inn and the other one on the Houston Homestead, which is outside of Claremont. And we are looking to expand this program and also working on revitalizing the program. Um, And what I mean by expansion is usually historic preservation easements, we're looking at architecture, buildings or features of buildings from a certain time period. So we would like to look at sites or even monuments. Sometimes I call them objects like the Civil War canyons, cannons, excuse me, that are in our cemetery. Yeah. is another example of an object. Um, So we're trying to figure out with this grant a feasibility study of how we can do this with new tools. Still, it would be an easement, but our easement is so focused on architecture. How can we do this um, looking at landscapes and these monuments? And also um, other opportunities for individual landowners, um, business owners, things like that for renovations. Putting an easement is one step, but we always have to take care of it, which is kind of a lifelong discussion of how we take care of these things. Absolutely. And, uh, for example, if, if someone's got an old cabin out on their land and they're like, I know this cabin was used by this famous historic individual, but we need to preserve it somehow because, I mean, let's admit it, the, the half of them are falling down around here. So if we can find a way... To preserve those, we can do this. Yes. This is part of that project, this study that you're looking into. Yes, yes. And wood is a very soft material and how it takes weather. (laughs) She doesn't doesn't last very (laughs) long, right? right. So, um, yes, things like that to make those proper restorations. Because we want to keep it intact the way that it was. We don't want to make major changes to it. It's also part of the preservation of it. How about plots, let's say plots of lands where a historic moment happened? Uh, and, and I'm not sure how many, I'm, I'm sure there's tons of them. But uh, for example, 
uh, the site of the old wagon box fight. Now, I know that's preserved, and, and, and individuals are taking care of that, but I'm sure we've got other sites somewhat like that around Sheridan. How how difficult is it to get those places found, to get them verified, and then to get them preserved? Well, I... I don't want to say all of the sites. A lot of sites are individual property owners, so it's many conversations of how how to preserve the site, the historical integrity. We don't want to build new apartment buildings on it and things like that. But it's also individual property owners who maybe want to share that historical information or maybe not want to, but want to preserve it. So that is also part of the task is how to share that history with the community, but also have the property owners, you know, have their own, uh, what's the right word? Um, I can't think of the right word. Preservation. Preservation of that site, but the land trust can also get it out into our community programming. Yeah. And maybe that's through our website, maybe it's an explore history program, but to share that information. That's also part of what we're trying to also figure out. Cuz someone might be yes. sitting on something pretty important, but they're like, "Man, I don't want everyone walking that's through." That's right. Anything. That's right. You know, I so, I would love if people could see this, but uh it would kind of destroy it. Right. So well, maybe it's virtual tours. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say kind of building on you know, when you look at what a historic preservation easement is, they are pretty similar to a voluntary conservation agreement. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> like, if you take the, the hypothetical site you're talking about, Floyd, where a historic moment happened, you know, maybe it was the first time Floyd set eyes on the Big Goose Valley. <laughs> <laughs> that site, right? There's a good chance it might be open space, maybe under an agricultural use. It, you know, there, there could be a ton of uses for it, right? Yeah. And to Carrie's point, that's not necessarily a space you want to see buildings go up on. And, you know, you'd hate to just put a little marker to say, man, Floyd set foot here once. Because not everybody can And, and then market. now yeah. it's, you know, now yeah. it's like the uh, the future, uh, you know, uh, airplane car or something like that there, you know, Um no, without knowing what's coming down the pike, right? Right. So you want to preserve this amazing site where the famous Floyd once set foot. Now, maybe the historic preservation alone, especially on a site where there isn't necessarily an architectural feature, you might be able to find some tools in the conservation box that also at the same time help provide and preserve that history. So can we conserve the characteristic of that landscape while at the same time conserving the historic or preserving the historic moment that happened on it. Right. So someday, hopefully we don't just have to leave a marker to you, Floyd. There can be a whole story behind it in this incredible conserved space. Everyone can enjoy. You know, Chris, there really should be a statue is what there should be. But (laughs) all right. Megan, uh, if someone's out there is, is wanting to, Conserve private land. Uh, you guys are the one. You're the one that they need to talk to, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they can call our office. They can call my cell phone, or they can send me an email. It's just my first name, Megan with an H, at the SheridanCLT.org. Now, we've helped out families with farms. Uh, there's all kinds of possibilities and and things that people can do to conserve the land that they own. Uh, and it stays within the family. It doesn't go anywhere. It, it stays theirs. 
Yes. So it stays theirs unless they want to sell to someone else. We don't limit what they do with their land in that way. Um, if you own a farm and then you're ready to retire and there's another family that wants to come in and farm it, you can absolutely sell it and you retain the right to do that. All it means is that we can't put up that apartment building on the land. You can't sell it for that. So basically we're telling developers this has to stay exactly the way that it is. Uh, but other than that, it's it's your land. It depends on the easement, but we do try to so that the landowners retain as many rights as they can to manage the property in the way that they think is best. Now, how many how many conservation easements do we have out there right now? Do you can you pull that from your memory? I believe the land trust. Do we hold eleven currently? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Twelve right now. And and how long does it usually take to get through this process? It can really depend. Um, it can take as long as three to five years. It's definitely not a short process. Um, some do take as short as a few months if someone's interested in donating a conservation easement. But for our other option, um, a purchase easement, it takes three to five years with quite a few steps in there. Wow. <laughs> so I got a lot of time to think about it, though. That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, switching gears on you real quick. Chris, you wanted to talk about a fat bike. Um, first off, I, I want to ask you, Chris, what is a fat bike? Well, fat tired bikes make the winter world go round. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they're, I, I mean, they're like any other bike, but they have big... Uh, huge tires on them that allow you to be able to ride on top of the snow. So this is really a, a way that you can continue to bike throughout the, the winter season. That's correct. They even spread my weight out so that I don't necessarily sink down in the snow, which has historically been a major setback for me. Now, what's that? let's say that I just uh, I want to actually do this. Let's say I moved in from a, maybe California, where I'm used to being able to bike year long. And then all of a sudden, now i got to deal with this new crazy Wyoming winter, but I want to keep biking. Where do I go? Well, you got a fantastic opportunity this Saturday, February 26th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. up at the Cutler Hill Nordic Trails for Cutler Hill Fat Bike Demo Day. So our friends over at Black Mountain Nordic Club, Antelope Butte Sheridan Bicycle Company, and the Bomber Mountain Cycling Club are going to be there. They're going to do uh, workshops, clinics. You're going to be able to hop on fat bikes. I believe those are coming from a combination of Antelope Butte and the Sheridan Bicycle Company. And uh, you'll be able to get out there and ride and pedal and enjoy our wonderful Wyo Winter Wonderland that has been extended courtesy of the Ice Hall sitting <laughs> right here in this chair. But uh, come on up that day, enjoy the time, and then come back down the mountain for Fly Fishing Film Tour that night at 5 p.m. Tickets at wyotheater.com. All right, Brad, Carrie, Megan, Chris, I want to thank you all for coming on the show and for coming in early this morning. I really do appreciate that, guys. Thank you. All right, this has been Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it in. Considering a mortgage loan? You have a new option here in Sheridan. Tia Jaffe and American Liberty Mortgage. Tia and her team offer years of personalized expert service with a variety of home loan options. So whether you're purchasing or refinancing, they have some.
something for every stage of your life. At American Liberty Mortgage, their job is to make your dream a reality. Give Tia Jaffe a call today, 307-214-8369, NMLS number 636-438. Visit her online at yoloans.com. We're Captain Clean, and nobody cleans or guarantees satisfaction like us. Oriental rugs, heating and air conditioning systems, carpet, tile and grout, hardwood floors, upholstery, fire and water damage, insulation removal, mold remediation, chimney cleaning, and much, much more. Call Captain Clean this winter at 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. When the roads turn bad, you find out in a hurry if you need new tires. Hi, this is Chris Hayden with Hammer Chevrolet. Come in and let's get a new set of tires on your vehicle and get you safely on your way. We carry brand names like BF Goodrich, Bridgestone, Continental, Dunlop, Firestone, Goodyear, Michelin, Pirelli, Uniroyal, and more. With our price match guarantee, you never have to wait for a tire sale. Provide us with a better price at the time of purchase, and we'll match it. Find a better price within 30 days of the purchase, and we'll refund the difference. You can't beat our tire price match guarantee from Hammer Chevrolet. Online at HammerChevy.com. When it's time to restock your office supplies, let the Sheridan Commercial Company help. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Office Supply Department. We have a selection of office supplies in the store for your needs today. But a huge selection of office supplies is in our new office supply website, SheridanCommercial.com. We have thousands of office supplies that you can order online and have delivered to your office or to our store. If it's time to restock and review the office supplies, stop on by the Sheridan Commercial Company or go online at SheridanCommercial.com. Do you have simple tax returns but you're still confused on how to prepare them? Cloud Peak Accounting can help. Cloud Peak Accounting will prepare your simple tax return while you wait. Not sure if your tax return qualifies as simple? Just call them to find out and then set up an appointment to get your taxes done while you wait. Call Cloud Peak Accounting at 307-684-5519. That's 307-684-5519. Or visit them online at cloudpeakcpa.com. Are you ready for a new career? Your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette is in search of shift managers. Owner Larry Storo talks about the shift manager's position. Shift managers are a big key to our success. The benefits include pay of up to $18 per hour, IRA contributions, health insurance, paid vacations, flexible scheduling, and you can work today and get paid tomorrow. Come in and apply, and let's get you on the road to an exciting, fast-paced career at McDonald's. Shift management positions are available at McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Apply in person today. From Jill Bates and the Best Team Studio, News Talk.